right, welcome in. Week three recap, episode six. Hopefully I don't mess up the upload again. <coughs> Sitting here in a new spot today. Uh, the dungeon. The, the dungeon of uh, the Boondock Striders. Don't get caught down here. All right? Little, I caught your war room. I like that. Uh, sitting here today with the commish, Charlie's Angels. Yes, sir. And the man, the myth, the legend, the mambo. It took courage to show up today. <laughs> we appreciate your sacrifice. <laughs> so, super interesting week. Uh, we'll get into that in a minute, but we have a trade to review. Uh, the Boondock Striders traded with the man sitting across from me. The Mambo, uh, Brees Hall for Anthony Richardson. Uh, Jay, what went through your mind? How are you feeling after one week? I mean, we only have data on one player, but where um, are you going? Just with the fact that Brees Hall didn't do a lot. Um, Cook outscored him, but he did out-touch, uh, Brees outtouched him, and, and it looked like they were pushing Brees. But the point, the, the point there is just that Zach Wilson is atrocious, and the Jets' offense is anemic. And does anybody want any part of that? So even if I get next to nothing out of Richardson, am I really losing that much? You know, obviously I need Richardson to pay out a little bit because my quarterback situation isn't great. But right now I like the trade. Okay. What what about Richardson made you want to go after him? Dude, he's the best athlete in the NFL. You told me that yourself. I agree with that. Yeah, snake oil salesman. <laughs> I agree with that. Um yeah, what went through my mind is, dear God, I need running back. Uh, I love the talent of Brees Hall. I We had a question between the three of us, you know, for the rest of their careers, name one running back that you would you would take. And the obvious answer was Bijan, but before I even traded for him, I said Brees Hall. I think he's that level of talent. Now, the Jets' O-line, oh, dear God, help us. But I love the talent. I needed running back, and I felt like... You know, I have Herbert, so I'm not really going to be starting Richardson too much. Even though I loved him, drafted him for a reason, um, I thought the trade was worth the risk. And who knows? I follow a couple med doctors on Twitter, and they said Brees had like a six-game ramp up this year. So we're halfway through that, and if he keeps going, you know, I might have some value. We'll see, especially if they can trade for somebody. Um, did you say uh, um, Anthony Richardson's going to be back this week, right? He should be, yeah. He had a yeah. concussion. Yeah. And I think they have a good matchup. Yeah. Who, do, who do the Colts? Uh, the Rams. Not bad. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. I mean, like you said, it's a good move for you. Did you gain draft capital in the trade? Like from... Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think you did too. Yeah, you which, drafted. Which, which is a good reason to take him. Because, look, he's he has one game where he's put 17 up in the first quarter and I'm salivating. Yeah. And my, I hate... It's looked brutal, though. 12 for 18 last week. Yeah. <laughs> 12 for 18. So it's. I think you said it best. It's an upside move for both of us. Um, who knows how it's going to play out. It hasn't mattered so far. So maybe we'll revisit this down the line and look at, like, okay, who's coming out, you know, the better side of this. You want an impartial observer here? Sure. You know, I'm just looking at it, and you went from, dear God, I need running backs, to Jerry saying, dear God, I need running backs. But to be honest with you, I like Jerry's. Uh, I like Jerry's side of it better. I think wow. there's way more upside. I don't think Jerry needs running back at all. I think the only thing, oh, he's t- Tyler Algier and Elijah Mitchell, Josh Jacobs, Aaron Jones. Oh, he, oh, that's right, Aaron Jones. <laughs> My bad. But I will say, but I will say this. Um, you say, dear God, about uh, their offensive line out there in New York. 
but I think their quarterback might be a little bit worse. Yeah. Yeah. So, I like the upside of Jerry's, but... They're just teeing off. It was a play to win for both of us. There you go. I'll see you in the championship, my friend. I hope so. Maybe it's a win-win. So, all right, weekly recap of games. Is this... Do we know? Maybe I can look back, but who knows? I'll probably end up messing it up. Is this the first week everybody's been over 100? Rocky, by the skin of your butt. Do you guys remember a week where everyone's been over 100? It'd be really hard to look back. Yeah. Yeah. But I just thought that was cool. A ton of close games this week. Like, I mean, all right, we'll start with the Angels uh, running trowel on the tropics. Um, Yeah, Keenan Allen, Raheem Mostert. Not a bad spot to be in. Um, And that ends a divisional game. And just something to point out there, because the next game, the Patriarchs, uh, managed to squeak by the Mambo. You have a two-game lead on your division. How are you feeling, Zar? Feeling pretty. Uh, Zarr, sorry, Kamish. My fe- apologies. Feeling pretty cocky. I'm not gonna lie. Okay. Two games up with three games done, and I got the tiebreaker on all of them. Yeah. It's a pretty solid place to be in. Yeah. And I think highest points scored so far, best breakdown. It's been a great start to the year. Yeah. Just so everybody knows, Keenan Allen's on the block. Yeah. Sell high, my friend. <laughs> Sell high. Mambo, let's just rip the Band-Aid off, man. Dude, I cost myself the game. I made some terrible coaching decisions. I changed... I, and I was literally prepping myself to say, hey, did you guys see the moves I made at the end of the week that won me the game? It actually cost me the game. Um, just not a good job. I mean, I got beat by the Patriarchs, and it's my second divisional loss and it sucks and now Chuck's got a stranglehold on the division and I'm going to just have to, I still believe in my team, Yep. but look, the bottom line is you got to get wins. No matter how good you think your team is, if you lose 130 to 135 every week, you still don't do anything. So bottom line is I'm taking L's. I like my team but I hate the way we're playing and the way I'm putting the guys in. What's the message for the boys? The message for the boys is, guys, it's time to start biting kneecaps. Ooh. Yeah, I'm going Dan Campbell on him. I'm going to get behind him, but I'm going to let him know I ain't putting up with any shit. So it's that's where it's at. Speaking of MCDC, here's a little stat for you. Where do you guys think Laporta is tight end of the year? What number tight end scoring so far? I can't tell you, but I know he's taking kneecaps out for his coach. I'll say three. He's two. Is he, yeah, tight he's... end two. He looks unbelievable. You have the pieces. Wide receiver one, tight end two, brand new quarterback, Coming in to run Just the gotta, ship next week. Got to figure out somebody to put the puzzle together because I'm not doing a good job. It's all right. If you need any help. You Cut the lines, D. Time. Put in Jaguars. Cost myself the game, period. Yeah, more definitely more on the Lions later. Going over to the Central, the highest scoring game of the week. You got to feel for Colton, fourth highest scorer this week, but he took the L. The big dogs putting up 150 and a half. Colton lagging just a little bit behind with 132.5. Great game on both sides. There's not really much to say. Um, for Austin, the Devontae trade paid off. He would have lost this week had he had uh, Calvin Ridley and not had Devontae Adams with his 35.7 outing. So looking a little bit smooth there. Um, you look at Colton's team, pretty solid. So, yeah, this is a nice week by both teams. And the other game in the Central, two of the lower scores of the week, but once again, we were all over 100. 
The Benzers, upset on Monday night, beating Steve Hall. Steve Hall needed eight extra points out of Devonta Smith, Kyron Williams, and T. Higgins, and they put up a total of 14, 15, or 14 or 15 between the three of them. Mm. It's a tough go. Mm. You know he was yelling at his TV a little bit. You know, you just hate to see it. <laughs> Sounds like it. So, but, Rocky, uh, he'll, he'll be fine. Yeah, coming strong next week. After one and two. Yep. Uncle Mike's team, looking decent. Holy moly. Is there any 0-3 teams in the league? There is one 0-3 team, and we'll go to that game next. The Boondock Striders beat the Young Guns. Oh, that's right. Late on Monday night. I feel for him. You yeah. Know? Like, we were up watching it. Yeah. We were having fun, though, so hey, that's what it's all about. But I'll yeah, he's struggling. I was pissed last night. I was sitting there, I was watching. Mike Evans drops a touchdown and a 14 yard sideline catch, first, like, first drive. A.J. Brown, they're actively scheming to get him a touchdown. Yeah. Squeaky wheel, get in the grease. Yeah. We were texting drops about one. that. Yeah, I, t- I texted you uh, a couple obscenities in all caps <laughs> so a couple fun. times. Yeah. I was pissed about that. But they came through for me. Mike Evans, I think that sick one-handed catch. Oh, that uh, won the game for you. That won the game for me. And then, and then he, then got he the touchdown later. Yeah. Then he went ahead and put the cherry on top. Yeah. It was it was nice. I ended up having a decent week. I'm hoping I can keep stringing together running backs. Yeah. I, I just want to go back to that real quick. Uh, and, and then... Uh, um, but, uh, yeah, we were watching the game. And you know what? It was really what fantasy football is all about yes. to me personally. It was Monday night. You know, we were both in tight ball games, and we were both favored not to win. And then about halftime, we both kind of were trending in the right direction. So we had a great time watching the game. But, yes, you know, he's he's got a – he needs to squeak out a win somewhere. I mean, he's – It's coming. 0-3. It's coming. You know? He, he played good enough to win. That's he just, it. He just ran into the wrong team. Yeah, but, you know, he also got 39 out of his defense or something, and that's not normally going to happen. He needs some of his skill positions to but figure speak, something out. Speaking of defenses, man, it seemed like all the defenses were scoring pretty high yeah. this week. Yeah, there was I, really I lost high because scores. of it. Thanks for bringing that mm-hmm. up. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, like, even, uh, even, even Trev, right, got 17 out of the Chiefs. I paid for that. I dropped, I think, 10 fab on the Chiefs. Yeah. So... And then last game, kind of out of the ashes. I feel like after week one, we kind of all wrote the hillbillies off. You know, like, but here he has two pretty high-scoring weeks right in a row to get to two and one. You know, his team's kind of performing. Debo a little banged up. He did get 25 out of his defense. Once again. Go ahead. Correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't we have hillbillies graded high coming out of the draft? No, I had him like 11. Oh, you had him down low. He's been on, on the actual... On your fantasy pros thing and my or fantasy pros forecast, I'll use the correct terminology. Yeah. And then kind of where I had him after the draft, he was like, "Oh, that's right." Yeah. But okay. hey, here he is, two and one. And and With that's Kamara coming back exactly this week. Exactly. So and hey, that's where I was saying it's like you can have a good team on paper, and I've seen the Angels and the Knicks, the former Knicks. Whoa, not the Knicks anymore. Yeah. Boondock Striders undefeated all time. Exactly. All right, let's not mention But I've these. seen good teams, per, like, lose close games, and then, like, you get behind the eight ball, like I am right now, kind you of. you get desperate. And now I'm like, okay, well, you know, I don't really have time for this guy to start playing. Now i got to trade yeah. low or whatever you're doing. But, yep. you know, I just, 
That's this. It's getting to the, be that point in the season in the league here. And the other side of the ball, we all love the bad guys teams. You were the lowest on them, Jay. And some of his players, man, not performing. Uh, you look at Madison, just got Akers traded to his team. Um, who's the running back out in Houston? Uh, Damian Pierce was drafted pretty high. Those negative game scripts are killing him, man. I don't know if he's played 50% of snaps. Hopkins looks totally toasted. He needs Eckler back, and he needs Eckler back bad. Um, I mean, Pierce had the game script this week. I mean, they won by uh, by double digits. He did put up 13. Yeah. But he just hoped to get a little more. He fell into the end zone. Otherwise, it's another kind of dud for him. So uh, he's got some injuries, but... Is it? You just don't have that same excitement. You never know. You no. never know. Um, and that is going to uh, bring us to the power rankings review. Do you want to do? Uh, I think we're going to try something new. We're going to look at Jerry's uh, fantasy pros um, projected standings, right? Yeah, this is the power rankings off of projected standings. Okay, and then we'll do the power rankings at CBS. And I'll kind of, or why don't you run that, Dad? I've done enough talking. Can you get to that real sure. quick? Sure. Are we starting from the bottom or are we starting from the top? I'll leave that to you guys. Bottom. You want to go get the anticipation okay. for who's actually doing well. Okay. On the, uh, on the CBS Sports uh, website, uh, coming in at number 12 is, you're not surprised, the Young Guns. The Young Guns. Yes. And then am I going to say mine at the same time? Sure. Yeah, okay, right cool. Down. Number 12 on the... Fantasy Pros forecast is the Young Guns. The Young Guns, they're unanimous. They're unanimous. And then, uh, and then at number eleven, we got the bad guys. Uh, ditto. Ditto. They're looking pretty sweet, pretty pretty solid. It's, uh, it's two from the uh, two from the West. <laughs> that's that's half. Somebody snaking in the playoffs. <laughs> at, at number ten, uh, Rocky. Uh, we got Flint Tropics over here. Flint Tropics. All right. Yeah, so difference in record there. So um, the, worst rec- the, the worst record as far as uh, this is projecting is oh. the Young Guns at 5-9. and nine, And then uh, the Tropics are at 6-8, and eight, and the Rocky is at 7-7 seven and seven pro- projected. Okay. 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 I, uh, just a couple yeah. notes. The, the Rocky is fourth in points, but they're last in breakdown. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's smoke and mirrors there. <laughs> Tough start for him. Um, I won't talk about the bottom points of the other two. And then at number nine, coming at number nine on the CBS uh, website is the Patriarchs. Okay, and then so we go to Rocky. Okay. So Rocky is close. And then I hate to bring it to you, Jay, but I got the Mambo at eight. Fair enough. I've won one game. (laughs) So he's honest. It's it's a powerhouse eight. There you go. Um, And number eight on the Fantasy Pros forecast is Hillbilly. Okay. Says he's going to finish seven and seven. Okay. I'll take that. I would like it if he finished seven and seven. And then I'm hitting somebody that you already called at number seven, and that's the Tropics. Okay, Tropics, yeah. Uh, seven on the Fantasy Pros is the Patriarchs um, at seven and seven. Hmm. Yeah. And then uh, at six, we got the Hillbillies. And six over here would be the Motel Mambo at Motown seven Mambo. and seven. Okay. 28% of chance of making the playoffs. I'll like take that, that right now. I like that. That stat. feels good to me. Yeah. I One like more it. Game and you're back, baby. It's sunshine on me right there. What do you have this week? We'll look at that on Thursday. I don't know. We'll look I at just that hope they suck. Coming in at number five, which really kind of surprises me, but he scored the points. 
And that's Scott's team. Mm, Scott's team. All right. Uh, Benzers over here at five. All right. And then uh, that's who I got at uh, number four, the Benzers. Well, we'll flip-flop it. We got Scott's team. Yeah. Number four. So making the playoffs, according to Fancy Pros. And he would be uh, he would be the wild card. All right. So I think we, we both have the same three teams, the Striders, the Dogs, and the Angels. Mm-hmm. At the top three. Looking pretty good for 9168 teams. Let's go. So, all right, and I bet you you have the Boondock Strider. He does next. not live at your house anymore. But I'm still taking credit for him. He was he spent more of his life there than here. And uh, he I wants got, to take credit for your success. And it, you're gonna it's a little bit of the surprise, he but I got I got the dogs at number three. <laughs> number three on Fantasy Pros, the Boondock Striders. Striders. We'll take it. Yeah. yeah. And then I think and I think What's we're probably record? gonna flip flop. What's my record? Your record will be eight and six with a sixty percent chance of making the playoffs. You're going five and six down the stretch. Well, if I make the you're playoffs, you're falling on hard times. And then we're probably going to flip flop. I've got number two. I got the Striders. And number two is the Angels. Oh, Whoa. yeah, big dog. Oh, big the dogs Angels at nine and five with a sixty-eight percent chance of making the playoffs. Sixty-eight percent chance. And then and then you've got the dogs and I've got the Angels. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Just so you know, the Angels are first in points, first in breakdown, and first in record. But, but it is tied first. And, tied first. And, and here's where I'm going to say some of these flip-flops are mattering because I think as the season wanes, you're going to see that these line up more and more because the, the wins and the hand are going to end up counting more than what it's projecting is going to happen. Yeah. Right? Yes. Because what happens is, is it projects that you're going to win games based on your players' matchups that week from what it knows right now. Yeah. And that's a tough one. Yeah, looking at CBS, it just looking at it, it's all about points. Oh, yeah. That's all I about mean, what that. happened in the past, and this is looking about what's going to happen in the future. Yeah. But, from from what's already happened, right? So sure. they're both good looks. While it was good this week, we know more injuries are coming. Exactly. Teams will start to wane. I mean, look at the Vikings. Mm-hmm. If Kirk Cousins gets traded, what happens there to they, those receivers? They can't trade him. I don't know, man. They don't have a running game. They don't have anything. They suck. I don't know. They just go put Lions. Up 24 points. Go Lions. Um, Kirk Cousins is QB1, I think. <laughs> Damn, he put up like 40 Dude, this week. You want to know who I was thinking about? Said that at the draft. Kurt. Kurt was sitting in there in the back pandering for Kirk Cousins, and you know what? It's pissing me off that he was right. He oh. looks great, dude. They throw the ball so much. That's all they do. No. So. Nice. I got him in the money league. I just got beat down by his wife, so. Got him in the money league. So uh, maybe he's giving her tips. That's fair. Or maybe she just beat me down. I don't know. I thought I'm reeling meant, over I here. I thought you meant Kurt Cousins' wife there for a second. <laughs> I was reeling. I was like, what is going on over <laughs> at 221? <laughs> um, so Austin was your number one and your number three. Uh, right. Yes. I got him this week, so I'm not looking forward to that. Ooh. Steve McGuire, live trade offer. And we'll get to this on the panic meter. He wants to ship me Derrick Henry for A.J. Brown. (laughs) (laughs) Womp, womp, womp. Abandon ship. Steve, man, I'll give you fab for Derrick Henry, my friend. Um, I wouldn't spend 150 on him. All right, panic meter. We're going to remove Najee, and we're going to talk about Derrick Henry. I think this one is a little bit more. Um, so let's let's start right there. Panic meter, Derrick Henry. Ah, eh, let me give you guys time to think about it.
Right. No, I'm no, ready. I'm ready. Okay. <laughs> Panic meter, Derrick Henry, Mambo. Where you at? Ten's the highest, one's the lowest. Yes. I'm at like a six. Six. I, okay. I think there's real concern, but I also think that if they can get their offense on track, that and then they need to script around him. Period. Yes, like sir. he's your asset. Or if he's not that guy anymore, you know, if the tires have fallen off the, you know, the truck, if you will. I mean, he's if he's not the guy, then he's not the guy. But at least to me, you got to look at it. He hasn't had the attempts, if I'm not mistaken. So I'm at like a six. He's had the attempts. Not not this last week, did he? Go ahead. Where uh, are you at? I'm at like a three. I mean, he was all about game script. Give it to him 30 times a week and keep the game close and wear him down and, and run him in the ground to get it. And I don't think they got it. Tannehill's not the answer three anymore. Is, you're not that worried. Oh, threes and you're not that worried? Yeah. Oh, then give me a seven. Seven or even maybe an eight. I'm really worried. Yeah, he's the, the, Tennessee, the Tennessee Titans are not the team they used to be. They don't have a quarterback. He can't, he can't carry them anymore. So I want nothing to do with them. I'm at a nine. Let me throw some stats at you. Behind the eyeball test, which just is old and slow, Derrick Henry has not broke a single tackle through three games this year. Last week, he played 38% of snaps. He had 17, 18 snaps. He did have 11 carries on those 18 snaps. Is he on the injury report? No. Uh, he yes, was he's on got a Thursday. Toe. He's got a toe. Okay. Well, well, cut that bastard off. Let's go. Well, this is the NFL we're talking about. If it, if it's turf toe, then it's could very well be the problem. But either way, week one, 48% of snaps. Week two, 71%, sure. But Game scrub. I, go ahead. The, the broken tackle stat astonishes me. That's because who that's, Henry is. That's who he is. So and that tells me that either he's had... Falling off the cliff type of decline, or he's injured. I just—I don't believe it's falling off the cliff he type of decline. Week one, no broken tackles. I just something's wrong, man. I'm just saying. Yeah, he fell off the edge. How old is Derrick Henry? Can you look that up. I think he's quick? 31. Yeah, oh, I just—it might be it. I don't know. What did big, he do last year? Big. Was he? He was great last year. Yeah, that's he what was I'm like saying, RB4, man. But okay, within months, he didn't decline that much. Oh, man. Well, sometimes the cliff's steep. It just is impossible. With his amount of touches, I'm just, I'm out on Derrick Henry. I just am. Like, I don't think I trade. Oh, I'm not arguing with your panic meter. I'm arguing with him as an athlete. I just don't think it's that. That's fair. That's fair. Next one we have, we're staying right close to home. uh, And we we talked about this a little bit, um, is, is Brees Hall. We kind of, you and I talked about this. Angels, do you have anything here? Well, I think I have to say, if they don't bring a quarterback in, I'm worried about every person on that team. Yep. And that includes young studs. If they don't, if they don't get a quarterback, and I don't think Trevor Simeon's it. I know they traded for him. I mean, come on, he's been a retread for how long? They need to, they need to get somebody that's passable. Well, literally. What's their record? One and two. They're one and two. Yeah, remember they came back and beat the Bills with one. Okay, they're I- one and two. If they don't make a move soon and they go to one and three, one and four, then they're not going to make a move because at that point, spending money to get a, you know, free agent quarterback that's going to last them a year and waste their money. And look who's in that division too. When they can now, this is a legitimate chance to look at Zach Wilson. I mean, I'm sold that he is garbage, but I've seen enough. I mean, but they need to, as a franchise, this is an opportunity to say they did that, and then they cut part ways. They get Aaron Rodgers coming back next year. He says he's coming back. 
I don't think they're going to sign anybody. I just don't. Man, they, they're built to win this year. They already decided he wasn't the, the solution and the answer, and that's why they got uh, the guy from Green Bay anyways. I, I understand that. Here's, here's my question for you. I, I, I don't know how much Cardinals you guys have watched. How many wins would the Jets have if Josh Dobbs was their quarterback? I've seen so limited action of him. I mean, he looks pretty good, Cardinals though. Cardinals beat the Cowboys last week. That was that. Was, I didn't see the game, but the score. I was just like, "What is happening?" They NFL. Just, NFL. They didn't, they didn't just beat them. They, they smacked them. American History X curb stomp those Cowboys. Eat it, Jerry. Uh, Jerry Jones, not Jerry Hall. For the oh <laughs> Sorry. Um, and then I hate to do it, but the Jaguars, Ridley especially, but. You can throw T-Law in there. Um, See, you didn't talk about this in show prep. Now you're coming after my guy live on air. He's not your guy anymore. I traded you to your guy. You're welcome. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Uh, T-Law, your backup quarterback. I went after me, too. Um, Ridley, ETN looks pretty good still, but if the quarterback play isn't there, you know how much do you really want that running back? Same thing as the Jets. What do you guys got? I'm huge on T-Law. I've always has been. You know, he hasn't been performing the way you'd like. He's got two games under 20 points. Um, I'm going to say a three. I'm a little bit worried, but I believe in the talent, and I believe in the talent around him. So that's where I'm at. Um, Jaguars offense, I'm at like a – I'll say I'm going to agree with Chuck and say a three. I think T-Law – is not Zach Wilson. <laughs> okay? That's what I think. So I think he's more like Jared Goff. I think he's not going to be Jake Herbert. He's not going to be... Thank you. No, he's not going to be uh, Josh Allen. He's not definitely not going to be Mahomes. For him, my so, but I do think he's a serviceable NFL quarterback who can play better than what he's playing. Okay. Okay, so that's why... And Ridley's a stud... I mean, they got to use him. You look scary. So, I mean, yeah, that's where I'm at. Probably, I agree with him. I'm at probably a four. Just echoing your guys' thoughts. I don't need to get into it this much. We can wrap it up here. Um, last thing, how about the Lions putting the smack down on the Falcons? I didn't see this. Did you guys, Harrison Barnes and Jack Campbell were playing edge. Edge rusher. And I, they both had a sack. I see... I listened to the game, so I couldn't tell if they sent him from his mic position and he like blew an egg app or something, or they sent him around. So I like that. That's a lengthy dude who's probably faster than a lot of edge rushers. I mean, I like yeah. that. It was. I just love the wrinkle. Mm-hmm. I love the wrinkle. I love that they're throwing different stuff at people that they're not expecting. Well, how about you move Campbell up to the edge and you bump Aiden up in the middle, have him bust an egg app. On pass edge. Rushdowns? Yeah. 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 Now you got double trouble, buddy. Yeah. A little Kamesh on the inside. Yeah. I can't believe I'm saying it, but I'm a believer in the run defense. I mean, and really, they didn't change that much from last year. I mean, their their rookie defensive uh, tackle hasn't played a ton. He was just active for the first time this year. Josh but Pascal. I'm, I'm a believer in the run defense. Yeah, yeah. well, when you got... You know, Trevor said something earlier in the week. Can we start talking about uh, Brian Branch is the defense's best player? And I'm like, you got Aiden Hutchinson, man. Like, you can't say that yet. But 
I did watch a little bit of film that I didn't get to see because you don't get nothing translates on the radio, and I'm pretty freaking impressed, man. The kid is a stud. He's ascending, and that's for sure. <laughs> uh, did you see his quote? He said uh, when he hit Bijan, he got flagged on Bijan twice. The first was the horse collar, where he just went flying by, grabbed him by the back, and ripped him down. Um, the second hit, he just teed off on him on a reception, and the reporter was like. You know, what happened? Like, he got a flag. He was like, I knew he wasn't looking. I wanted my chance to take a lick. He goes, but what about the flag? And he goes, get it. I'll take it. And I loved it. He's a football guy, dude. He plays smart. He's way faster than his 40 time um, translates. And I just, I love him. I talked about him again this morning, and he's a stud. Our second round picks this year are better than our first. So far. So far. Well, it's going to be hard to the, be better than him. He's going to be NFL defensive rookie of the year the way he's playing. Laporta leads the NFL tight ends in receiving yards. Second, two, or uh, right over, TJ Hawkinson. Mm. Except the blocks. Yeah, I mean, I know who I want those two, and that's not, and that's not even taking into account the money. Give me the rookie. So, uh, special guest on Thursday. Guys, be sure to tune in. Going to be a fun one. Uh, we're going to wrap it up. Sorry for the... Uh, Sorry for the late pod. Uh, we're actually really busy between the three of us right now. So Too busy. We're, we're trying to piece it together. So any parting comments from you fellas? I'm looking forward to another big week. I, uh, I'm pretty glad that we got this, the special guest coming in that we do because it just so happens that we're teeing it up against each other this week. Mm. Now just everybody uh, have a good week. We'll see you guys Thursday afternoon. It should be uploaded. Uh, We'll see you guys then. Adios.